1: Welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Now this week, I thought we'd keep a bit of an eye on what's happening with productivity. David Murray, ex-CBA Chief and Chairman for an inquiry into our financial system, released findings from a recent inquiry. One area highlighted showed that productivity is not keeping pace with wages growth. Now my concern is actually for first home buyers, as without wages growth, the affordability gap will only widen. What has this got to do with productivity? While well, without productivity increases, wages growth can't be justified. Productivity is an important statistic for governments, economists and business. It's a measure of efficiency. Put simply, it's considered as a ratio of outputs to inputs and measures the capacity to create income. So the more productive we are, the higher the profitability for the business or the nation and this means growth in wages can be justified. For those of you who are not currently part of a union or if your workforce is not unionised, You may not notice how often productivity data surfaces, but it's often widely talked about. It's typically coming up when large unions are negotiating enterprise agreements. Now that said, I'm not aware of whether the financial services unions, which cover employees of the major banks, are in the midst of an enterprise negotiation. However, with the release of this data, if these unions do try to make a case for significant wages increases, they're going to face a real challenge. I recall after completing a university degree many years ago that increasing productivity meant getting people to improve work practices and often this required the use of new tools and retraining. Of course, when these improvements were exhausted, industry looked to automate and with automation came job losses. Although new positions were created in the process, the total number of positions fell, which of course reduced cost for the business and usually increased output. However when all inefficiencies were ironed out that could be justified by making these changes often companies would create new products or technologies or expand to create more jobs and often these jobs would be in more highly skilled areas. Therefore increasing productivity can be great for the nation and may mean people are paid more. However I believe wage growth will continue to lag our biggest lifetime expense being the home. House prices in Australia continue to rise at a much greater rate than wages around 20 years ago i think it was Australians borrowed a say 95,000 on average to buy their first home whereas today if you're just coming into the market you need a much bigger sum to get started they say that the average level of borrowings is now around 300,000 but i think if you consider recent price rises or property price rises that this is probably much higher particularly if you look at property prices around major cities. However, let's consider the change in the data as being the important point for this discussion. If the borrowings required have tripled compared to, say, 20 years ago, what is interesting is how average wages over the same period have only doubled. I believe this gap between wages growth and housing affordability or required borrowings is only likely to widen. Given this, we need to take seriously any inquiries into effective taxation on property. Of course, these sorts of inquiries into the financial system, probably supported by the banks, are not going to be supportive of changes to taxation on land, because this could affect demand for property. This is certainly something to think about. Have a great week. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with the transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.